Hey, welcome to our new Stair Chats podcast, where we chat on shares, not stairs. We're Tom31. My name's Aaron. I'm Sarah. And I'm Amy. We're back with episode five, and today we're going to look at the theme of engaging with church in this season. And you guys have asked some really interesting questions, which we'll get to discussing later. But for now, let's find out what we've been up to this week. Yeah, guys, what have you been doing this week? Have you done anything interesting, fun, hmm. unique, maybe? Some of my stuff has kind of been similar to the last few weeks. Do you know what, though? So we had our final virtual table quiz. Do you remember I talked about that a few weeks ago? Oh, was it over? Yeah, so is the it, guy, uh, my, my cousin runs them, and he's um, in final year in college, so he's got mm, a dissertation okay, and all that. Fair. Yeah, fair um, enough. So he's put a wee pause on it. But I just I had this brilliant moment this week where one of the rounds was they'd give you a line from a TV theme tune, and you had to guess the TV show. Right. Was Friends on it? Friends was in it a few weeks ago. Mm, okay. Um, so it, I was kind of waiting and I said, I'm not going to get this unless Gilmore Girls comes up. What was question eight this week? Gilmore Girls. It was Gilmore Girls. And honestly, Ooh. I actually, I physically started shaking because I got so excited. My word. Um, I like shouted on, on the Zoom call. I can't say I've ever seen it. I've never seen it. I was just Gilmore about Girls to ask either. you guys, have you seen it? No. Now, I want you to picture what an Amy TV show would look like. Um, and it's that kind of show. Well, there's two Amy TV shows. There's Glee, which is the musical kind of side of TV shows. And then there's Gilmore Girls, which is just wholesome. Mm, okay, fair. So it, is it's this the one weird. that you talked about that's in like a really like, wee small American town? Yes. Oh, it's set, that, is that the one? Yes, okay. it's set in Stars Hollow. And oh, the theme tune itself is just this glorious little wholesome thing. What does the theme tune go like, Amy? Oh, <clears> here we go. A song for this week. Oh, a rendition. We missed one last week, so. Have to make up for it. Go on. If you're out on the road, bow, bow, noon, feeling lonely and so cold. That's the little. Um, and it's like, I'll be there for you. It's just like, but it's not Friends. I mean, right? no, that is just a direct copy of Friends. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is the show older? Maybe. No, I don't think it is, actually. Yeah, they're, probably, they're probably similar. It's kind of like old vibes. Mm, Apologies to all. Go listen to Carol King's rendition of that. It's a lot better than mine. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Sarah, what have you done this week? Um. So, as always, I made origami did you do more origami i did so i now have seven bits of origami wow and um someone had messaged me and was like do you know that you can make origami faces and i was like no no i didn't and i needed that in my life so i made an origami face what does the face look like is it like a a young face or an old face is it a male face a female face who knows you see it's a (laughs) it's an emperor face it's an emperor face yeah um, because that's the only face that you can make. Like, I looked them up and it was just all this yeah. same face. Sarah, do you want to do a wee um, rendition of the intro to the video that you watched to make it? <laughs> I I cannot remember what it is, but it was the most spectacular thing I have ever saw. Like, she sent it to us in our wee Tom group chat. And genuinely, it's it's just the strangest intro to a video ever. I mean, I can I can try and get it and then hold it up to the wee microphone. Mm, yes, do that. You work on finding that. Um, this week, I finally got my hair color right. Mm. It is actually Yay. it's so good. I finally got it right. I so, catch myself staring. Well, now at it. it's probably a little bit off now because I, I showered yesterday. Mm, so okay. I use um semi permanent blue dye on like bleached hair, um but it's been turning green literally every single week until this week. It turned the my favorite shade of blue. See, because at the minute, so I'm unsure if you guys know. Um, 
I'm colorblind, so at the minute to me, it looks green still. Well, it's turned a bit green. Okay, that's all right. I'm correct then. Um, but there is a photo where I, I had to take a photo in the moment because it was the, like, I just got the color right and I was so proud. I won't lie. I'm not really sure that I actually noticed that it was blue in the first mm. place. Well, I did. Because it's not, like, I don't really look at your hair a lot. Well, thanks, Aaron. Wow. I work hard on this hair. Sorry. <laughs> to be fair, like, for me, um, because of Vaughn colorblindness, um, if I dye my hair or if anyone dyes their hair, mm. it needs to be quite a change for me to actually notice. Because otherwise I'll be like, oh, well, didn't notice anything. But, yeah. What colour should I dye it to make it very obvious for you? Yellow. Yellow? <laughs> Please dye it yellow. Okay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. But you know what? I found well, out I've got neutral skin tones, so apparently all golden. hair colours work with that. Any hair colour sits Amy because she has a neutral face or something. Mm, I, I've neutral, so I figured out my skin tone. Um, I probably lean a little bit more to the cool side, but then I also tan really, really easily. Mm, and yeah. I have blue-grey eyes, so I think um, I'm a wee mixture in the, in the middle. Nice. Jennifer Aniston has neutral skin color. That's fun. Speaking it's of friends, a, it's a very friends themed week this week. <laughs> it is. Um. Well, this week. So, if you listened to last week's podcast, you would know that I started a series called Agents of oh, Shield yes, on Disney yes. Plus. Um. And by that point last week, I was reaching the end of series one, um, season one. I don't know what it's called. Um. But yeah, at the minute, I'm now currently, um, on the final episode of season three. So that's all I've done this week is... Well, it sounds like you're busy doing that. Well, yeah. But the thing is, like, I would literally just sit and watch, like, maybe three or four episodes at a time of it, which is probably not that healthy. But I just had a wee, like, chill week this week instead of doing anything, like, overly exciting. So... Mm. I started watching a new show as well. Um, It's called Beat the Chaser. And it's kind of like a little spinoff from The Chase. I mean, it has the same people. It's just, like, a little second series. But... Guys, it's so intense. Like, it is like, do not watch this, like, unless you're ready for an intense TV show. Um, they basically go up against all the chasers. It's one versus, like, up to five. Mm. Um, you have to be, like, pure smart to do that. So one of the women on it, there was only one winner. So they get through a bunch of different people in the show. Um, I think there's, like, four or five contestants they get through. And there was only one winner in the first episode. Um, but, oh, it's, it's so intense because the timers are going down. And basically you win if you're, if their timer goes down first. Right. So when you get a question right, your timer stops, it goes over to them. Ah, okay. Um, oh, it's, it was just really so it's, quite it's intense. Not like, it's not like the chase in the fact that like, you've got like a table with different no. boxes. Okay, that's all but right. Because at the start, whenever you told me about this, I kind of thought, surely the, the chasers would just win all the time. No, so they, they often, the chasers will only have maybe between 40 and 50 seconds ah. versus 60 seconds for the, they, they okay. basically barter. So if right. you got if you got more chasers, they'll want like a more difficult kind of thing, but you get more money. Yeah. Um, but the the cash builder is the point when they have multiple choice questions, and then it's the timer going down that they have the quick fire right. questions. Okay. Oh, it gets very see when they're both in te- within ten seconds, it's very intense. But I actually knew well, a bunch of the answers, so I was quite proud. That is no intense. Gilmore Girls in that quiz though. Well, yeah, unfortunate. The um, one time on the chase, they did ask about. I think they asked, um, they gave the line of the theme tune. They were like, what American show is this from? Did you mm. get it? Of course I got it. I love Gilmore Girls. Right. Sarah, did you find your, your video? No, I did not. Uh, it seems that it has just disappeared. Uh, that which is I'm really sad about that because it really was is a truly special. It was like some sort of beatboxing 
introduction if we find it we'll screen record it and put it on our story mm-hmm. i was very impressed by it yes good I production too. value yeah interesting I... facts this week oh yeah what facts do we have oh here i have a fact mine so, isn't as good this week so i'm gonna let you guys take it first do you know that honey is made of nectar and bee vomit oh i think i've heard nasty. that before and yet i was, still enjoy it i knew it was nectar and like pollen and stuff mm. like that but i didn't know it was bee vomit because bee mm. they like because they obviously help produce it don't they so yeah Fair. a bit of vomit just gets in that batch absolutely sorry your favorite film is to do with bees isn't it <gasps> yes bee no. movie one time i fit bee movie into a talk yeah you, you did, did. Port- if anyone's listening from Portadown, yeah. you'll remember and you also said that that was my favorite movie i did mm-hmm. which it is not let me put that on record you should all go and watch so there's a video where is it every time that they say b it speeds up it speeds, it speeds up. up so literally by the end it's just a wee bit of a squeal but it's only like <laughs> seven or eight minutes long so definitely worth your time like you've it got is the a time. good investment yeah definitely do that and uh, my fun fact is that in svalbard which is a remote norwegian island it is illegal to die illegal to die it's illegal to die so what do you just have to leave the country yes so pretty much there's actually quite like a fair reason for it it's it's better when you just let it stand alone but i'll explain it anyway yeah please um so there's permafrost because it's norway and it's real cold which means that bodies can't be buried Ah. so it's not safe to bury bodies oh fair enough so they have to be shipped back to mainland they would just be like frozen for all time it'd be a bit of a game of thrones scene like well Mm. not ideal it's not no one of my facts this week um most most oh, let's try that again <laughs> most toilets flush in e flat <gasps> wow do you know that's what? quite interesting i thought i don't know how anyone would figure that out really but oh you probably do you know what i'm gonna challenge some of my friends to harmonize to that mm, because good idea. Uh, my friend anna from tom 29 can harmonize with a hairdryer so i'm reckoning that she can harmonize with the toilet flushing i feel like a hairdryer is probably a bit more easy fair because it's kind of like because it's like it's, it's constant yeah. yeah whereas the toilet goes and it just yeah. disappears then i think that they should make that part of like a music course yeah part of the exam mm. uh, my other fun fact is that octopi and squids have beaks yeah right? i i feel yeah. like you know that sarah i did we actually had squid on saturday night we did i we did got... not <laughs> you did not i did I, I don't like seafood so that's that's why i did not have the squid fair fair okay. it tasted very good I sort of because I know that there's a place where they cut up like it's really fresh, so the wee mm. tentacles move, oh. and you have to really chew them up, otherwise they'll like oh, mess with your insides. Ooh. You're turning me a wee bit with that now. So I really like when I was eating it, I had to like really chew, and it was kind of put me off. Mm. Right. There's a lot of horror stories to go with those, but I won't share them. So my other fun fact: um, you'll probably eat more than thirty-five thousand cookies in your lifetime. I think I've eaten that since the start of lockdown. <laughs> well fair but yeah interesting <laughs> facts like it, it is a probably so obviously if you don't like cookies you won't eat that i am many. certainly in that in the category of having that many like yeah i'm working on it every day how many do you think you've actually eaten by this point in your life oh man like 20, i go through a packet no problem like 20 years into your life Amy. 20 whole years two decades my goodness how right many cookies? now there was a year where i didn't eat any junk food for the int- so 2016 mm, i so ate zero cookies then. so and I couldn't chew for a while while I had no teeth as a baby. That is that, true. Well, I didn't mean that recently. I meant like when I had <laughs> no teeth. This is true. I couldn't chew for a while. It was a, it was a rough time. Um, I'll get calculating that for next week. Mm, okay. Um, so 
my fact um, is the average person laughs 13 times a day, roughly. Only 13? Only 13. Mm. I mean, like, is I mean, that... you cannot be an average person if you laugh more. Yeah. Well, do you know what? It depends. If you live with Sarah Fullerton, you'll be laughing at least 40 times a day. You'll be laughing all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a good girl for that. Uh, so, guys, we're going to move on to our next section, Ring. And in case you missed the previous episodes of the podcast, Ring is the segment where we get our phone and we call someone random from the Methodist Church and we ask them a few questions. Have a wee chat with them. So last time we rang the wonderful Paula Locke from Soulmates Committee and this week we're going to be ringing Maddie McRae from Tom27. Over to you, Aaron. Right, let's give this a wee go. Let's hope he answers. Hello, Maddie. It's Aaron from Tom Team here, and you're the surprise guest on our podcast this week. Oh, exciting. Yay. So, Maddie, would you rather 30 butterflies instantly appear from nowhere every time you sneeze, or one very angry squirrel appear from nowhere every time you cough? Hmm. I think the very angry squirrel. That's what I said. Me too. Sarah did not agree. But, oh, really? What? I mean, there's only one of them. Yes, but I, I just think that it'd be more magical if, like, 30 butterflies just appeared out of nowhere and you're in a very crowded place and they're like, where did these butterflies come from? You're like, I just sneezed. Nah, the squirrel's better. Yeah. So, how's your day been, Maddie? Uh, pretty good. Nice. Have you been up to much or not? Mm, nope. Absolutely Fair nothing. Enough. Classic lockdown life. Oh, yeah. Big time. So, if not blue, what colour do you think the sky should be? Mm. Green. Why? I don't know, I just think it'd be cool. Fair. Match the grass. Ooh, it'd be a very green world, like. Mm-hmm. So, Maddie, do you have any words of wisdom before we hang up? Um, don't drink yellow snow, I guess. I don't know. Fair. Uh, that is good advice. You can eat it, but don't drink it. <laughs> no, don't drink it. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Thank you very much, Maddie. No problem. Bye. Bye. These rings get me every single week. They like, really do. <laughs> I'm just here giggling away from my mic. They're absolutely class. So earlier we mentioned that our theme for this week's podcast is engaging with church in this season. And a while ago, we asked you guys uh, what questions you have around this topic. So we thought that we could tackle a few of those. So let's talk a little bit about church. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering, like, what does church mean to you guys? I'd actually really like to know. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Um, so for me, church has always been like a place to learn and connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of what I mean by this is that it's the place where I learn about God and the Bible. And sort Amen. of what he says about us. Um, but it's also a place to connect with others and to sort of encourage each other and discuss what's going on in life. Um, and for me, it's not, obviously we know that the church is not the building, the church is the people, mm-hmm. um, but also church is not just a Sunday service all the time. Yeah. Um, and actually it's it's just whatever way you connect with God and other people as well at the same time. So I would say church for me is connecting with God and others. Definitely, yeah. I was the first thing I thought of was it being a supportive community, um, like it being my family. Um, I go to yeah. church in Sligo, uh, normally when I'm not here. Uh, Sligo City Church. If you ever in Sligo, feel free to pop into us. 
Um, and Sunday is actually my favorite day of the week. Um, and church is probably my highlight. Um, so it's like a bunch of people who all just love Jesus and are curious about him um, and are gathered together to live that out. Um, and actually, I found myself brought closer to my church in this season uh, because I've learned to appreciate community more. Mm-hmm. So like you were saying, mm-hmm. Aaron, about connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always known it was important, but I think I was practically challenged in that when you're in isolation. Yeah. So for me as well, um, church is so much more than just meeting um, each Sunday in mm-hmm. a building. Um, so for me, uh, church is like my family um, because I grew up in Sydney. So mm-hmm. it's all about meeting with um, the church family and then helping each other to strengthen in our faith um, and walk with them with their journey with God. So it's all about coming together and worshipping and learning more about God as well. Nice. Class, so one of the questions that we got is how are you guys doing it? So how are we connecting with church in this season? Um, so at the minute, obviously for everyone, church looks very different at the minute because, you know, the buildings are closed and we can't have our normal sort of fellowship together. Um, and so for us in the Tom house here, um, for the first few weeks of lockdown, we did church together in our living room on a Sunday morning um, mm-hmm. with a sort of a few worship songs from YouTube, um, as well as taking some time to pray for the world and then time to pray for each other individually. Um, and then we would listen to a sermon um, from one of our three home churches usually. Um, and that really worked well for a while, but it sort of became routine and um, so we f- sort of found after doing five or six weeks of it um, that we needed a change. And so in the last week, um, we've actually been doing church on our own. Um, so we follow along with whatever service we want to, whether that's our home church or maybe we, we try a different church. Um, and actually then we discuss what we learned over lunch. Um, so whilst we're not together at the time of the learning and um, the worship mm-hmm. we're together discussing what we all learned and usually it's all different things as well so it's actually it's it's pretty cool to be able to discuss that um so i suppose the thing is like with us there was no shame in changing up what we did for church mm-hmm. in this time yeah um and actually we got a wee bit bored of doing it the same way every single week and so um there's absolutely no shame in changing it up and if you're not as passionate about what you were doing at the start um as you are now then maybe you do need to change it up and that's okay too um you can sort of like there are so many ways you can mix things up like if you play an instrument you could play your own worship instead of like maybe joining with your church's worship or joining um with a youtube video or whatever um or maybe you choose songs that are relevant to what you're going through at the minute and even just like calling up your friends um, whether they're from your church or not and just praying with each other and sort of reading scripture together as well. Yeah, um, I agree. You can definitely shake things up so it doesn't have to be the same. Um, so it was definitely good um, at the start when we were all um, worshipping together. But then it just, like Aaron said, it just became a routine. So um, we decided to shake it up and um, it's working uh, for this moment, but we might shake it up again. Um, so just whatever works, it's just between um, you and God and being able to worship and learn more about him. Um, and you can also talk uh, to your friends and family about what you've learned as well. So even if you're not um, worshipping together, you can still discuss what you have learned during that time. 
Yeah, so one of the things with Tom Team is that we work on a Sunday. So yeah. throughout the year, we don't get yeah. to our home churches um, mm-hmm. just at our, on our holidays. So um, this season's actually been really helpful. And I'm sure you guys have found it too. Yeah. Um, it's been a massive positive in this season to get to connect with my home church. Mm-hmm. Um, on both years of Tom Team that I've done, um, probably the thing that I've missed the most is my church family. Um, so it's been nice to, to connect in with them. Yeah. And we have like a video each Sunday, uh, just with like a sermon, updates, worship, uh, basically similar to our normal service. And then on top of that, just like Aaron was saying, I'll play like a little bit of guitar um, and spend some time praying for the world too. So that's what I'm doing. And for me, the difference between just spending time with God on my own um, and church is the community. So I make sure that however I do church, um, I include that aspect. Yeah. So connecting with my church during mm-hmm. the week, um, discussing with people what's happening um, and making sure that I, I don't feel lonely in this because yeah. one thing I miss about church is being with people. Um, so whether that looks like discussions or engaging with my church th- throughout the week yeah and um, we're different like con- we do connect stories mm. so mm. um i actually need to make one of those that's a little reminder for myself um it's like a two or three minute testimony yeah um, that goes up on our facebook um and then we check in with each other and um, which is really nice and then we have our church group chat as well which is the most active group chat i'm part of especially in this time mm. um it's going every single day um but it's always really really encouraging stuff um, and often quite a bit of banter so that is how I'm doing church in this season. Nice. So um, another question that we got was, how do I engage in a house that isn't Christian and it's hard to find time alone? So firstly, church doesn't have to be a Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, in this season, you can tune in online. Um, and if it's physically impossible in your home situation to tune in at 11am on a Sunday, um, then don't feel bound to that. Mm, definitely, um, I agree. As I said earlier, my church is done on Facebook and people leave comments throughout the day. Um, which just shows that people are watching it when, when they can mm-hmm. um, yeah. and they're still able to engage. Um, and maybe a little thing to try. Um, it might seem scary, but you could talk to your family about it. So even if you know of a time that you want to engage with online church, maybe ask them if you could have an hour on your own. Yeah. Um, maybe there's a room that you can use for that hour um, and people know that that's your church time. Um, mm. It could be that your family supports you um, and respect your faith. And if they do, that's amazing. Uh, but even if they don't approve of you going to church or tuning in on a Sunday morning, um, like we were saying, feel free to change it up. Um, yeah. Maybe your community is a Zoom call with your friends where you screen share a sermon mm-hmm. um, or you have discussion questions about life. Take some time to check in on each other spiritually. Um, I think especially in places where your faith maybe isn't allowed to be as open yeah. um, as you wish it could be, mm-hmm. um, God can still work in that. Um, and you can still have community in that. It just doesn't have to look like your typical community mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i suppose for us like this year especially we're lucky that we don't have that issue because we're living in a christian household mm-hmm. yeah. um but we do like acknowledge that for a lot of people this is a struggle um totally and so yeah definitely um echo what amy says like just ask um the people in your house who you live with um if you can have some time alone because especially at the minute with this all being stuck with the same people for 24 hours a day seven days a week um for who knows how long um it's definitely okay to ask for some time away from that and for some time for yourself um because it's healthy as well mm-hmm. so yeah um just definitely find a way to engage with other people and maybe that is um through chatting to them in your bedroom um or watching a sermon in your bedroom um if you don't have your own bedroom that's okay like there are other places in the house um that you can go like even if you just go out to the garden and sit out there for a while Mm -hmm. um 
there's no limit i suppose to where you can sort of connect with church and yeah and because it's all on your phone you can put earphones in as well yeah, exactly I, exactly um so you could actually um sit in a room with other people as well and um yeah just engaging with other christians um so maybe that even involves going on a, a socially distant walk with them and um, where you're on opposite sides of the road um, yeah yeah but you can mm-hmm. just talk loudly that's okay to do and you know you might <laughs> actually good at that, to be, fair. be spreading the word as well about the lord amen to um, that. so maybe that's a good way to do it this is the perfect yeah. season to get creative i think it really is um i just i agree with what both of you guys have said um i just really like you could really try doing a zoom call with a friend um and do like bible study that way um and you could also ask each other for prayer requests with things that um you're struggling with then so you can both support each other um through this time yeah that's a great part of church yeah. is being able to put prayer requests out there and just support each other so definitely definitely invest in that so that's great guys we have another one that asks how can we get to know older people in our churches better there's so much that we can learn from each other and i agree with that Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose at this time it can be really really difficult to engage with especially the older members of your congregation um, because you're not going to see them every week Yeah. Um, but actually a really great way to do this is to maybe contact your minister or um, the pastoral team in your church and see if there's anyone that you could call or email even um, mm. to check in with mm-hmm. and sort of see how they're getting on in lockdown see if there's anything that they need because that's also a good service to have and um, but yet, not only will this take the load off your minister and pastoral team of the amount of people that they have to um, check in with, but it also gives you the opportunity to have some pretty amazing conversations and um, lets that person know that people are still praying and thinking about them. Um, and especially if they live alone, um, that can actually just be a real encouragement for them. And even whenever we get back to church in the future, um, just don't let those... Um, those physical barriers actually stop you like um just Mm -hmm. building up the courage and to actually go and talk to them maybe before the service or after the service is a great way um to just stay in contact with them Um, and more often than not and those people will be thrilled 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 um at the fact that they're getting to engage with the younger people in the church as well because sometimes there can be a wee bit of an intergenerational gap yeah definitely yeah, i agree Um, there's something really beautiful about church and i was just talking to my friend about this the other day Um, i look at my church family and i think um, i never would have met some of these people if it wasn't for church yeah Um, it's definitely like a beautiful collage of people and um, so we can do what we can to appreciate that just like aaron said um your church will have a record of people's addresses and phone mm-hmm. numbers for yeah. pastoral care reasons mm-hmm. um, and actually i've joined the so I'm on placement in Glen Gormley Methodist and I've joined like a voluntary pastoral care team. Yeah. Um, so I get to phone a few people a week and check in with them that I never would have probably spoken to otherwise. Yeah. Um, most of them at the start were like, who are you again? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm the youth work one. They were like, ah, yes, yes. Um, and I have wonderful catch-ups with these people. Um, yeah. So when I go back then after this, um, it's going to be really nice to um, connect with these people um, if I ever see them again. Yeah. I mean, it's different because I'm only there for a year, but if you're in a church permanently, yeah, definitely. Um, it's a brilliant chance to um, make a point of getting to know mm-hmm. your people. Yeah, definitely. So on to our next question. Can others in the congregation engage if they don't have the technology and how would it work? That's a good question. That is a good question. So what I know is um, most ministers would print off their sermons um, and they would post it through their wee letterbox. 
um, so that those who don't have um, the technology um, would be able to still learn about God and still worship in that way. Um, so they will still be able to connect through that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that, that's a really good way of doing it. Um, but also for you, as maybe like someone who's not a minister, um, like all it takes is a phone call. And I know for a lot of us in this generation, we absolutely hate phone calls. And <laughs> it's, it's a fear of mine. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly not something that we enjoy a lot of the time. Um, but actually realizing that it's um, not for you, it's for someone else. Um, and sort of, like I said before, you can really engage with people over a phone um, and whether that's just praying with them or actually discussing um, maybe what was talked about in yeah. the sermon with them. Um, there's definitely ways that you can sort of engage with them. And there's also ways that you can help um, those people in your congregation to engage with a sermon. Um, so maybe that's explaining to them how to access uh, the services online yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe getting your minister to like if they if they're not already sending the sermon sheets through um actually asking your minister if they could send them through to those people mm-hmm. um but like we know it can be difficult but it's definitely doable uh, i don't really have any advice to add on top of that that's really good but just i was just thinking a lack of technology isn't going to stop our incredible god yeah yeah exactly um, i think this has just made me think do you know what god is still moving um, in these things and mm-hmm. we can be his vessels to try and help people um, engage Definitely. with him I um, but I there's no chance a lack of technology is going to stop our yeah. God yeah exactly mm-hmm. so we've got one last question which is what if I'm too nervous to join zoom calls how can I connect this is a good question because I think um, a lot of people might struggle with phone calls or struggle with video chats and yeah. um, if it's your youth group and you're nervous about joining them um, then I'd recommend just giving it a go for at least one week Mm, um, mm-hmm. there's no commitment in having to join your zoom call every single week um but your youth worker is there to support you exactly um, yeah. and they're gonna be running zoom calls to stay connected um coming from like i want to be a youth worker um, and every youth worker i know is so for their youth mm. um 100 percent um and they 100 percent should be so remember that those zoom calls are for you mm-hmm. um and even if you chat to your youth worker about being nervous um, they will totally understand yeah. um, and they will be there to support you yeah exactly. um, they're working through the season in the best way to support their young people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can maybe um if you're nervous about if you say what you'll say people will sort of i don't know it wouldn't work you can maybe just like say it to your youth worker but still join the call but then maybe not talk as much to see yeah. get like see what the zoom call what it's about yeah there's no no 100 percent commitment yeah, yeah. you no can commitment. just and then in. you can build up your um confidence that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like it's totally okay and it's totally understandable as well and it's definitely something that you don't need to feel bad about um and so maybe you do connect better with um texting and group chats um yeah or maybe you connect better by actually just talking to your friends who aren't in your youth group um and that's that's okay too um you could maybe message them or phone them, have a wee Zoom call with the people that you're actually really comfortable around um, and just chat to other people in your life, even if it's your family. Yeah. Um, if if they're Christians, they'll care too and they're good people to talk to. Yeah, and you know, if you don't have a youth group chat or a young adults group chat, why not start one? Exactly. Yeah, just exactly. click the wee new group button on WhatsApp. Um, and definitely I challenge you, just, just try it one week. 
Yeah, definitely. Because um, they're for yeah. you. Uh, so just before we move on, um, let's just pray about what we've been talking about. Father God, we thank you so much for church, um, for your design to have uh, Christians come together and support each other. And we thank you for the church and for what it is. Um, Lord, we pray for those who are struggling to engage with church in this season. Um, Lord, we pray that they will just see um, a move of you in their life, God. And we pray that you'd give them the courage to engage um, if they're feeling anxious about it. We pray that you'd just give them the peace um, and the comfort that knows that you're still with them. Um, and that you're a part of those Zoom calls as well, God. Um, we just pray for your, your presence to be known across this country um, and to be felt as well. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as we've done in the previous episodes of this podcast, each week we're going to set you a challenge and we want you to take a photo and then upload it to your Instagram story and tag us at Team on Mission. So our challenge for this week is to stick as many sticky notes onto your face as possible. Now, one rule is that you have to make sure that the sticky notes are stuck to your face and mm. not to each other. Um, mm. And count them up and write that on the photo as well because we won't be able to count them. Um, so if you want to, you can upload it to your Instagram story. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, just direct message it to us um, at Team on Mission on Instagram. And we can't wait to see how many you get. Yeah, so that is us for now. Uh, we hope you've uh, enjoyed your time listening. I know we've definitely had a fun time yeah. chatting oh, yes. here. Um, and keep an eye out on our social media at Team on Mission on Instagram and Team on Mission 31 on Facebook. And don't forget to tune into our live stream this Sunday night at 7pm over on the IMYC Facebook and Instagram. Bye. Bye. Bye.